This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Maybe two people should have got arrested here instead of just one. Uh, we are going to head down to Florida for this story. Oh, boy. Port St. Lucie. Um, and to a strip club. <laughs> so, you know, this is going to be a great story. Some drunk idiot was at a strip joint called uh, Body Talk. Make your body talk, body talk. On a Tuesday. Who did that song? Was that Olivia Newton-John? Listen yeah. to your body talk. Let's get physical. 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 Well, oh, I assume someone got physical. Yeah, they Where's did. That? Hold on, I'm 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 after Olivia Newton right now. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> dude wasn't tipping the strippers, which I. Uh, that's kind of what you do at a strip club, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Part of the etiquette. They confronted him about it. He had been bragging about how much money he makes, but still didn't want to tip, so that had to be super irritating. Um, he's like, hey, there aren't any signs up saying that tipping is mandatory. <laughs> he's one of those a-holes. So one of the women who works there picked up a stack of cash, and she slapped him right upside the head with it. Oh, wow. A yeah. Bundle of cash? Probably hurts. All right. Her name is Victoria Jones. Now, I'm unsure if she's a stripper or she works there in some other capacity. Either way, she's pissed. She wanted to be tipped. Uh, she told the cops the guy had also been insulting the strippers. She said, I just tossed, tossed the cash at him in a non-aggressive manner. But security footage shows him hitting, uh, shows her hitting him with the cash. She, she was just flirting with him. She struck him with an open hand, too. You can't do that. Well, let's see. Then people pay for that, too. Some people pay strippers to come over and beat him oh, up. Yeah, he ain't paying for nothing. Right. He's getting that. What? You, he's not. He's the smartest guy in the place. Uh, she's got charges for misdemeanor battery. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, and he should get a lifetime ban. I'm trying to think if I... I guess I could beat you with a wad of fives. <laughs> Better that than a wad of knuckled children. <laughs> wow. That escalated. <laughs> Why, what are you ever talking about? <laughs> Knuckle children. <laughs> I'm going to name my first kid Knuckles. <laughs> See how that goes. Okay. Um, Other kids will fear him. <laughs> like the mafia. Yeah, kind of. I'd be scared if someone could name Knuckles. <clears throat> okay, did you read about this crazy-ass rest? I'm going to shut so, it. So that's the end of the that's stripper the end. story? She's just got misdemeanor battery. That's it. Uh, okay. You think he would have. He should get a lifetime ban. Well, you think the bouncers at strip clubs are pretty badass, man. I mean, they're, they're, they are very attentive. And this. Right. And uh, they usually don't. When a stripper snaps her fingers, they usually bounce dudes right out of those clubs. Well, it was like Tuesday afternoon, Especially so when, they probably didn't have anyone working as a bouncer. The only, the only uh, you know, if they're if they're verbally abusing a stripper or they get their camera out, they, they will grab you by the throat and you're gone. Yeah, and what's wrong with you that you're going to a strip club and someone's showing you their vagina for a dollar? 
I and you're ki- verbally abusing them. I got kicked out of Silk on the West Side. I was uh, who was uh, who was that girl that was on Rock of Love with Brett Michaels? Daisy De La Hoya. No, 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 the one from Columbus, Ohio. Oh yeah, the, the really, really gorgeous Taya Parker. Taya Parker. Is it Taya or Taya? Yeah, one of those. And I, we were at. She was doing her thing. She was in studio, and then she. Uh, yeah, you guys were flirting bad. Yeah, and then uh, I got my camera out. <laughs> Videotape. Oh, my God, dude. I was so hammered. I'm sorry. It was so bad. Yeah. And then we had to go outside, and we had to go through my phone and take it off. And uh, I was like, I'm like, eh, well, like she likes I, me. I love her. I love her so much. Yeah, you were like. <laughs> it was my evening. You were like, you have really milky skin. And I was like, do I need to leave? You have to pick between, <laughs> you have to pick between Brett Michaels or me. What's he got that I don't have? Like 80, type 2 diabetes like, like since he was di- age 6. Type 2 diabetes. <laughs> Rim shot. So whenever somebody asks you, the guys out there, what does Brett Michaels have that I don't have? Just say type 2 diabetes. Everybody knows now. Everybody knows. He'll let you know. Okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, Taya you- Parker. By the way, Google Taya Parker. Yeah. She is uh, super cute. Rock sound. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything from her Mm-mm. lately. I guess she's. I think she had a. She had a kid, didn't oh, she? I'm not. I oh. thought she had an older kid. Yeah. yeah I thought she like had Like a one. teenager. So she might have she uh, retired to the to the good life. Yeah. Gotten out of the. Uh, Put her out to pasture. I'll check it. I'll check it out. Um, okay. Uh, man suffered only uh, minor injuries. After being ejected out of his sunroof while he was rolling down a cliff in California near Big Sur. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're getting ready to go out there. So he must not have had a seatbelt on, you know. Uh, He was out in the wilderness for two days before he was able to be rescued. So um, it's a super isolated area. Um, 400-foot cliff. Castaway, but he was like two miles from a town. He didn't even know. Yeah, stranded for two days at the bottom of a 400-foot cliff. Wow. Yeah, because he barreled over the edge. Um, so the CHP had all their air operation units out and whatever else. He was waving a makeshift flag at the bottom of the goddamn cliff. Mm-hmm. Here, rescuers talking about saving his life. We were like, we just can't believe what, that we just rescued a person that had been down there for two days alive. So we used ropes. I was lower down. Uh, for for the most part, but I had to blaze my own trail, uh, and and he knows he was very very lucky. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. It is down Highway One. I was looking it up. We're going out this fall to uh, San Fran and Napa, and I was looking at that road. That's that Highway One. Yeah. From uh, San Francisco down to Monterey, and then we want to go down to Big Sur for a day. Yeah. That road looks. Nasty. No, a lot of places no guardrails, and you're on that on that ocean side lane, that outside lane. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta pay attention. Uh, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. One of the most beautiful roads in the world. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, pay attention. No texting. No roadhead. Yeah, I <clears throat> uh, I'll have to let you know how it goes out there. Uh, it's hard to not look. I know that's the problem. Yeah, that's uh, and never swerve. By the way, if there's an obstacle, hit the damn thing, steer in a controlled manner, and but no, don't 
veer off, you know, land in the ocean. It's true. And that's that. It'll take two days to find you. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I uh, Trevor was just out of Big Sur. With the big trees and all that stuff? Yeah. We're going to go out there and roam around a little bit. Super cool. Never, never been to Cali. Yeah. Got to go see Alcatraz. Got to do all the dumb stuff. We're going to take the private tour at Alcatraz. I guess we bought that. Oh, that's neat. Like a six-hour private tour. Yeah. Did Trevor do that? Or I think they did the self-guided, didn't they? They might have done a self-guided. <laughs> but uh, I, I always I, recommend the tours. Let's figure out if I can swim from Alcatraz and back to San Francisco and he said it's doable. In the middle of the night. I they do it they do it all the time, although they're professional swimmers. I think people do it for a little Right. A little bit different. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh my god. Oh my god, what did I do on Friday? I gotta check my calendar. <laughs> Anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Burger King uh, burns Wendy's by offering free Whoppers after surge pricing plans. Uh, uh, I knew it. Burger King. That's right. What's up? Bow down. I love the Burger King. Uh, people a little uh, unhappy with Wendy's right now because of the surge. Pricing, you love the which, Burger King so much, you like to camp out in the parking lot. I uh, I spend long mm. evenings alone in the parking lot. Yes, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to make it sound so depressing, though. <laughs> you feed the seagulls. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get some work done. I think, and uh, uh, lots of work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. I pass out there. Uh, so Wendy's came out and they said, we're going to do the surge thing. And then the CEO panicked and, uh, walked it back. We actually have the, we, the press statements out there from the CEO yeah, that they were going to surge price. Um, and then, uh, Burger King said, well, yeah, no, uh, we're going to give out free Whoppers, uh, through today, throwing some not so subtle shade at their competitor. As the leader of this company, I will never support surge pricing or charging people more than they're hungry. When they're hungry. When our guests come to us, it's an opportunity to give them our very best in service and value for their hard-earned money. Burger King, you rule. President of Burger King USA, Burger King, Tom Curtis. Bring it. Dude, I, tell me this was like a press conference and he wore like a crown and he was like, as long as I rule the Burger Kingdom. I will not charge you surge pricing. Whoppers, let them eat Whoppers. <laughs> yep. It's amazing. Hear ye. Hear ye. Customers can redeem a free Whopper or a vegetarian Impossible Whopper with a purchase of $3 or more through the Offers tab in the mobile app. Hell yeah. That's through today. You can get a free Whopper. Who isn't going to do that? Dude, what a time to be alive. How long do you think that CEO Wendy's is going to be a CEO Wendy's? Because there's really no upside to the uh, virality of it. Just to to be, just to say something and have it go that wild. In this case, there's really no upside. No. The 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 only answer is deny, deny, deny. And then uh, uh, hope it just dies off. Because you are now known as the surge fast food place. We go to fast food to get cheaper food, right. not to get expensive food. And you just uh, 
put a hole right through all that. Right. Years of advertising. He got caught. He did. And um, good on Burger King for taking advantage of that. That's great marketing right there, kids. Wendy's uh, all over the headlines after it was reported that CEO Kirk Tanner announced a new dynamic pricing system on a call with investors. Hey, you guys. Oh, I got an idea. No. This should be. This should be. He's sitting there naked in piles of money. There's, we don't have enough customers, so when we see two cars come in, we're going to charge the second car double. <laughs> that way, we can, you know, to make up for lack of customers, we can just make it up with just fewer cars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Heidi. <laughs> yep. Unreal, huh? Uh, they're investing $20 million on high-tech menu boards that will be able to update prices in real time. Which, how did that get out? Uh, how did that get out? Someone must not like it very it's much. Not like, that's not like something you, you you buy a commercial in the Super Bowl and say, hey, we're going to... Hey, gi- assholes. <laughs> Guess what? You thought life was hard. Now you just wait. Not only do our square hamburgers look weird, we're going to charge you double. Hey, let's get back to the game. Reps for uh, Wendy's, which has more than 6,000 locations nationwide, would not say how much prices would fluctuate. I'm a- I actually kind of feel bad for the um, for the chain a little bit. I mean, uh, even if you walk it back right. and say that's the worst mistake we ever made, you're just kind of saddled with it, aren't you? That's that, and that's what you're going to be remembered as. That's why I'm saying, I'm like, I just don't think that he's going to last much longer as CEO. Uh, but after facing backlash, Wendy's walked back the announcement. So their announcement was dynamic pricing can allow Wendy's to be competitive and flexible with pricing, never going down, probably just going up, motivate customers to visit, provide them with the food they love at a great value. Uh, in a follow-up statement uh, Tuesday, the company said, any features we may test in the future would be designed to benefit our customers Digital menu boards could allow us to change the menu offerings at different times of the day, offer discounts and value offers to our customers more easily, particularly in the slower times of the day. So they're saying the same thing. Yeah. To clarify, Wendy's will not implement surge pricing, which is the practice of raising price when demand is high. We didn't use that phrase. They are just panicking. Nor do we plan to implement that practice. Well, that's not what I just read. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, good. I mean, they're, they're listening. I mean... That's good. Yeah. I would give away a whole bunch of Frosties until this thing smooths over. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. Ice cream makes everything better. Ice cream could change my opinion on this ill-timed marketing approach. As a matter of fact, 50 Mm. Frosties, and I might just be willing to forget this little incident ever happened. 50? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Who's got the power now? I, the consumer. I want you to drive over to the Wendy's and demand a free Frosty. Let me know what happens. You know who I am? Break your balls. Uh, This isn't the first time Wendy's and Burger King beefed. In 2020, Burger King posted a photo of their mascot standing at a Wendy's drive-thru holding a sign that said, Roses are red, violets are blue, patties are round. I love that. They are instigators, man. I love Burger King. <laughs> Burger King kind of took a cue from Taco Bell. They're just the they, they instant response team to whatever's happening culturally, you know. Yeah. 
Well, the Twitter wars between the fast food yeah. joints are awesome. Great, great marketing. It makes me very happy. But the idea that... I always thought that the idea of search pricing was weird anyways, because now you're, you've are you got more customers at a, at a busy time, and you're just going to charge them more? Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about goodwill right down the tubes. So I, so I have to wait... Let me get this straight on search pricing. I have to wait longer for you to charge me more because it's busy right now? Mm-hmm. Explain that to me. I've never understood that concept. They're just because you, it's basic economics. Supply and demand. Uber, you know, you have a high demand for rides mm-hmm. before and after Badger games. Well, it should be a, it should be like an auction. So you have a bunch of people standing here like, what do I bid for this Uber? The bid oh starts god. at twenty five dollars. Oh my god, that would be the guys were like, "I give it three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> poor people will never get an Uber ride. <laughs> That's right. You just, just start walking, dude. <laughs> we gotta go old school. Uh, mm-hmm. so uh, it leaked somehow. Yeah, someone doesn't like him. Yeah. It leaked. So I bet you someone, one of the investors a, just doesn't care for the dude. Proxy fight for the chairmanship of the Wendy's corporate. Or it was like, it was some investors, Gen Z kid that heard it and they unleashed it on the internet. Who knows? Well, there's an interesting discussion going around about eating at fast food restaurant and how much it costs. I mean, th- that's not a one-off. That that is a conversation being had about oh, yeah. how expensive it all is. Oh yeah, uh, you know you're out pricing a sit down at Denny's now. Well, because here's the thing: if I get a fast food meal, meal and it, I pay seven eight bucks for it, and it's less than desirable, I can still be like, all right, maybe they're having a bad day. But if I'm paying eleven or twelve dollars for it, yeah. and it's not great, right. I'm never going back. Right. That's too much money mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I'll take kind of a, a semi put together burger and, you know, some cold, whatever your cold side is that you choose, you know, and a soda with too much ice in it, you know, and I think people are just on the same page. I can buy a whole package of chicken for $12. Yep. It's twenty twenty poor, dude. Well, in this case, the damage is done, it feels like. Yeah. Whether it was just misrepresented or or they were floating it. Right. Either way. I mean, I guess somebody's got to break the ice when it comes to that thing because it's happening all over the place. I mean, it's almost like when you go to a gas station up at the interstate. Yeah. And the price is, I mean, it's not even close. No. Well, that's like- <laughs> It's like a dime. The uh, the Johnson Creek community page. So Johnson Creek is we're we're on the interstate. Um, all of the gas stations are right there on the interstate, um, and so you tend to pay higher gas prices in Creek. Yeah. If you if you go to anywhere else, you're it's, you, it drops down, and people are just baffled by it. why why is the quick trip in Johnson Creek on Village Walk always so expensive for gas. Hey, dummy, it's always been that way, and it's always going to be that way because it's right off the interstate. Right. People are dumb. Right. Community pages are fire, though. You wonder how many CEOs How many CEOs do you think actually eat at their own restaurants? You think that dude hangs out at Wendy's 
Dude, the only wealthy person that eats fast food is Trump, and he ain't even wealthy. That's true. I will give him credit for that. That the guy takes. He owns McDonald's. Big That's Macs like, to pound. Oh, yeah. Town, he's like know? my fish fillet. <laughs> oh, a it's a piece of cheese. It's fish, isn't it? Yeah, he likes the fish fillet. Yeah, well, that works. Steam buns, bro. Same page with that one. <laughs> Dude, right? <laughs> but that, no, I don't think they do. I mean, you got, the, you got some kid at the drive thru. He's going to catch some flack, man, if that went through. Right. What do you mean I'm paying $2 more? Right, and we always take it out of them. Like what? it was their choice. Right, right. Well, you're, you're, it's, it's got to be addicting. I mean, for profit. Right. If you're not opening more stores, where do you make it at? Well, that's when you invent new products. Taco Bell's genius at it. I mean, is it any, so surge pricing, you can also look at it as, when you buy commercials on a TV station or a radio station or during a special event or whatever, you pay more money during peak times, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's surge pricing, isn't it? We have more viewers at this time, so we're going to charge more for commercials. Yep, it's true. Um, do you think this is, uh, you know, we're talking about Wendy's, like it's going out of style. I mean, for Three days this week, we've been banging away at Wendy's. Yeah. Is that a bad thing for Wendy's? I don't know. Because I guarantee you there's been people that are like, man, I haven't went to Wendy's in a long time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that Frosty was amazing. <laughs> Thanks, man. For sure. I'd pay double for that Frosty if I... <laughs> yeah, that whole is... There's no such thing as bad publicity. They do have a niche with the Frosty. Oh, yeah. Which I'm shocked they don't do more things with. But they had Clara Peller. Where's the beef? And it sure as hell worked. Hi, how's it going? Hello? Hey. Want to know for search pricing? What's up? The prices. Mm-hmm. And second, Jesus built my hot rod by ministry, please. Yeah, what'd you say about search pricing? What was your point? No, Yvonne's gone. Working those. Oh, her phone's breaking. Oh, no. Pricing. Okay. All right. We'll try it again tomorrow. (laughs) Get it? We're not working. (laughs) Sorry about that, Yvonne. I lost you. Hi. How's it going? Yeah, this whole surge pricing is just the same, you know, different side of the same coin of of supply and demand. Right. Now, if they had a product that people really wanted, it would have worked. Like, say, I don't know, like a nug loaf or something. Oh, dude. Wow. <laughs> wow. They could really make a million on that. It wouldn't matter what they called it. Man, he just slipped that right in there. <laughs> yeah, with all it. your free time with your partner guy, I, why don't you whip up I know, some nug loaf? I know. Spent too much time at the casino. <laughs> Less time on the nug loaf. <laughs> My bad. All right, man. All right. Well, uh, I, I guess my takeaway is it sure seems expensive to do fast food, more expensive than it used to be. And then you add, and then you just, and then you come out and tell us you're going to add more. Man, right. I don't know where the win is on that. I don't care how much we talk about Wendy's. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, today is a special day for you and for your dog. Give me PC too. Morning, 
sunshine. What's so good about it? Today is National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Peanut butter? Oh, yeah, I love peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. I don't like it. Oh, that is sticky and delicious. I love it. Some people like chunky peanut butter. Chunky. Some like smooth. It is National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Buckle up. Spread it on. It's showtime. Ah, peanut butter. Peanut butter. I have some peanut butter facts. Um, okay, let's do this as a, we're going to do this in the form of a quiz, John. Okay. Oh, Jesus. How many peanuts? Three Reese's peanut butter cup. (laughs) That's my answer for everything. No. Oh. Um, how many peanuts does it take to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter? How many peanuts? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, wow. Uh, I don't even know where to start. I'll say 30,000. 540. What? Yeah. I thought it would have been more, too. <clears throat> That's incredible. It's got a lot of juice in there, I guess, eh? Well, uh, there's probably the sugar and all the other goop they got. Yeah. Flour or whatever they put in. Uh, C.H. Sumner first sold peanut butter, butter in the United States at the Universal Exposition in St. Louis. How much peanut butter did he sell? Monetary value. These questions. You and your questions. He had a little peanut butter concession. 50. 50. $7,000. $705.11, which is pretty good. Oh, I had the part of it right. Yeah. When was the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup introduced to America? Uh, I'm going to say, oh, wow, I'm going to say sooner than later, 74. Uh, 1928. <laughs> God, I suck. Um, and how much money uh, annually do Americans spend on peanut butter? Uh, is it hundreds of millions? No. I'm going to say uh, peanut butter, like jars of peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, uh, what else is it going to be? I'll Kegs s- of peanut butter? Like, say, uh, <laughs> I'd like a burlap bag of peanut butter if I could. <laughs> Thanks. Just go to the feed mill and it squirts it in the bag for you. <laughs> I'd like to fill the back of the truck up with peanut butter. <laughs> It'd be like, you know what they ought to have? They ought to have a peanut butter day like a 7-Eleven at Slurpee Day. You yeah. could take, take like a sled in and fill it with peanut butter. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, 800 uh, million a well, year. Well, let me guess. I, okay. You're I taking said, forever. I said hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. All right. 800 million a year on peanut butter. That's incredible. So, we, we have three jars in our house right now. Do you? We're Jif people. I am out of peanut butter right now. What, what people are you? Don't be mad. I don't have an alliance. Wow. Yeah. That's not fun. I'm. <laughs> you got to choose sides, man. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I prefer creamy, but I'll chunky's fine every now and then. Really? The only reason I don't like chunky is because sometimes the then I feel like I have to floss afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. And yeah, other than that, I'll do what's on sale. I'll do you know, like someone goes to Costco and you get like two giant things of peanut butter in a package. So yep. then I'll get one of them. I'll take it off their hands and whatever. Uh, but no, I have no alliance. I will do Jif. I will do Store Brand. I will do Peter Pan. I will do uh, Skippy. I. What are the other ones? Well, I can taste the difference in 
like oh, they a, taste like different. A great value peanut butter over a Jif, and yeah, Jif is more expensive. But to me, uh, yeah, everything else tastes funky to me. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. Jif is just. I grew up with it. Right. So there you go. that's the one thing I'll never change. That's the one thing to me you can't improve on. Yeah. Is Jif. Jif is the perfect peanut butter for you. You know, I'm sure everybody will argue for Skippy or whatever the hell they're into, but uh, I'll die on that hill. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't mind that they all taste different. I think they all taste good in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I get what you're saying, though. And I feel like Jif is the sweeter of all of them. Definitely. Yeah. Completely, totally, 100% sweeter. Yeah. What is your favorite peanut butter uh, pairing? Well, that's tough. Uh, I want to say my wife's breasts. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, that's my answer. <laughs> my <laughs> You leave my wife's sticky breasts out of your business. <laughs> I try. I'm gonna say uh, that's tough. That's a that's a great. It's a tie. I, I'm gonna say banana. Me too. It's either that or apples. No, I I mean but apples. I gotta go with banana. Apples the obvious thing, but uh, bananas. We're banana junkies, dude, yeah. and that's what a lot of where a lot of our peanut butter goes. It's like my favorite dessert at home. I'll just smear some yeah. peanut butter on an apple, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. You you jam that thing in there, don't you? <laughs> just yeah. What are some numbers on Jif? Who owns Jif? Oh no. Eight. Why should be a Schwann's well, brother? Well, who's who's the <laughs> who's the number one peanut butter? You say Jif is. I didn't do the number one. Oh. I'll find out. Okay, okay. Uh, Smucker's owns it. J.M. Smucker Company. Okay, two thousand. That's fine. I'm oh. I'm fine with that. Okay, good. They're not Russian. I'm fine. <laughs> They're not Chinese. I don't think. What is most I'm sure popular it is. peanut butter? <laughs> I'm sure it is. What is Smucker's? Yeah. We're just gonna do in America. Jif is number one. The Vanguard Group is currently the largest shareholder of Smucker's with twelve percent. BlackRock. Second at 9%. They own everything. And then State Street Global Advisors hold 7%. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so the family. Uh, yeah, there's still some family on the board. That's kind of cool. Tim and Richard Smucker. Oh, wow. Are in there, dude. Chairman Emeritus. All right. He, he sticks his finger in every jar before, still, gets, yeah. before they screw the lid on to make yeah. sure it's quality. The the uh, the founder Jerome Monroe Smucker. That's pretty badass. What's his story? I don't know. Smucker's uh, is an American manufacturer of food and beverage product. They're in Orville, Ohio. So there you go. Eighteen ninety seven. Um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully less microplastic in my peanut butter. Jam Smucker Company, baby. Goddamn Smuckers. Eighteen ninety seven. They they were the original maple or maker of uh, apple butter. Uh oh, dude. Consumer yes. food, pet food, coffee. But uh, yeah, they're a flagship brand, peanut butter. Uh, did you know Canada was invented or uh, peanut butter was invented in Canada? Yeah, I knew that because didn't uh, Dave Grohl do that in the uh, when he was uh, talking about Canada? In the recording studio? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he said it. Marcellus Gilmore Edson. Rush and peanut butter, pretty much what I think of one. That's his favorite pairing. They sing the Canadian anthem. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It is said, now this this will blow your mind, Jerome or 
Jay Smuck, as I used to call him back in the day. Uh, has stated on record that he used apples from trees planted by the Johnny Appleseed in the early 19th century. No. Yep, that's what it says right here. No. Yep. Wait a minute. Hold on. Johnny Appleseed was a real person? You didn't know that? No, I thought it was just a story. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, John Chapman, the original Johnny Appleseed, American pioneer. I had no idea. I thought it was just like a legend. Yeah, it brought apple trees to Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois. What were you doing in school? I don't think we covered Johnny Appleseed. Were you high? Not. We I, I feel were like getting a, high. I feel like that's a older chapter, like I would be in second grade, so probably not. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Now I can want to read about Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, I totally thought it was just. All right, so, so for the grand finale, who's the number one? Is, it, is that who you're saying is number one? Is Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's validation. You need other people to like it too. To <laughs> <laughs> well, in this case, did you just win? Uh, now, if you told me Jeff was going to surge price, I would be fine with it. If it's something <laughs> I love, I don't care. Dumbing down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Okay, uh, this is not a great idea, but it makes for good news. Uh, high school in Albuquerque, New Mexico, dealing with a lawsuit after a chemistry teacher thought having sword fights was a good idea. Like sword, sword, not like not actual swords. No. It happened in 2022, but a civil suit was just filed. So um, she was doing a lesson on metal and melding. That's cool. Yeah. And she brought actual swords to class. So far, so good. All of this is fine. One was a thin European style. Is it a rapier? And the other was a samurai sword. I don't know swords, so bear with me. She had them rearrange their desks into a fighting ring. This is where it gets bad. Like, we were doing so good. Um, She started a timer, and then (laughs) she had the kids battle it out for two minutes each, sword fighting. Were they wearing chain mail or anything? No, they were not. Uh, No. What could go wrong, Johnny? Whatever you want to strap on, you got to make it home and bring it in for (laughs) show and tell. Well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but somebody got hurt. You know, who saw that coming? A 16-year-old girl ended up with a serious gash on her right wrist. Damn. It severed multiple nerves and tendons. She had to have surgery. It was bad. You want to know why? Because it's a sword. (laughs) God. I mean, even the dull sword can probably (laughs) do enough damage. According to the lawsuit, the teacher yelled, I'm in trouble, and told everyone to delete footage from their phones. Holy shnikey, dude. Yeah, I mean, dude. the teacher's kind of cool, but that's trying to be too cool. No one called 911 for 30 minutes. Wow. She got fired uh, a couple months later. The family, uh, the girl's family is seeking an undisclosed amount. Yeah, I'd be like, you're paying for all the medical bills for sure. And, I mean, that's your hand. Trying trying to picture the teacher's union coming out with a statement. (laughs) Well, listen, I mean, these kids, it's a rough, it's a a tough world. I mean, uh, you know, you got to have some some dog fighting skills. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Like that's insane. That's absolutely. I, mean, I try insane. to think of our school nurse at our her school. I, I think the most they gave out was a uh, an a, an aspirin. Oh yeah. I don't think they proficient in dress wounds. No, no, no. It's uh, uh, it was all fine. I don't know why she decided. <laughs> Have them fight each other. They're teenagers, for Christ's sake. And those are sharp swords. What are you doing? Twelve students enter. No students leave. (laughs) Yeah. What in the hell? Yeah, you think you'd like do a a wooden, you could do like a wooden something you make in shop class. If you're going to explore that. Or just let them come up and look at them. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like. Okay. You can either pick a lightsaber or a sword. What's it going to be? So weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she just yelled, I'm in trouble. It was like, delete the footage, delete the footage. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, holy I crap, lady. she'll never teach again. Um, and the school, I assume, is going to get sued as well. Yeah, the school's getting sued, yeah. Um, she can teach again. I don't I don't know. I don't think they yanked her license. It doesn't say anything about that. I would imagine she can't teach anywhere in that area. God, it's like, you know, that would come in handy if, like, uh, Van Damme was coming in to be a guest speaker. And then you whip some swords out, teach to do some karate and sword fighting. Yeah. You know? She's definitely not Van Damme. But, uh, boy, outside of that, ouch. I guess it's well, the Spanish. I guess it would kind of be the right part of the country for that his history but to to actually recreate the alamo well she was doing <laughs> a lesson on metal and melding yeah i know i know i know i heard but yeah holy cow yeah no no we're gonna two minutes also is a very long time to do a sword fight that's a really long time yeah I uh, have never a heard series of, of bad choices. I have there. never heard of such a thing. I know, dude. But I, I now if she were if you had an expert in the class, I know it's about metal, but it's always about metal. You goddamn. But right. I mean, if you had a guy in there that was giving a speech on sword fighting, and that's what you were studying, that's one thing. You were going to slow mo walk through right a fight, a sword fight, like the Three Musketeers, just for fun, like. <laughs> The basics of sword fighting. How you, How do you go to school every day and you're surrounded by 16-year-olds and you still thought this was a good idea? Yeah. It's wild to me. I remember when we were uh, at Valari's, we were down there messing when I took karate. We were messing with both staffs. That was, that was int- eye-opening. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Boy, you talk about skills. We could wipe the rug with you within one of those things. Oh, yeah, totally. My buddy's really good at those. Yeah, they're fun, but swords. <laughs> yeah. Might want to leave that to, uh, uh, what's that restaurant in Chicago where they come out? Oh, yeah, the Renaissance thing <laughs> or whatever. Renaissance what the hell is it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up, Timmy? Ah, I want to be a sword fighter at the, what the, hell's it? the Renaissance. Is that what it is? I don't know what the Go, hell We're going to kill people. Um, aye, aye, aye. Real world skills. Uh, I would suggest wait till you're of age and go to Deerfield Pistol and take a self defense class. I might go that way. A little less conspicuous. Right, right. <laughs> <the sword. laughs> That's the funniest thing I've heard all day. Jesus. It's just. 
Is this who's teaching our kids? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder how. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder how the, the only injury was a wrist injury. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, and it's like if my kid came home and was all like, "Dude, we sword. We had a sword fight today in chemistry class." I'd be like, "Are you insane?" But wouldn't two kids standing there not want to like? Stab each other? Yeah. I mean, the teacher would literally have to be saying, swing at him, you pussy. <laughs> you know, wouldn't the teacher have to egg them on? No, it was an accident. Oh. So, but yeah, they shouldn't have been sharp, first off. Well, if, if you're, you're going to have at... them doing that. And why are they even doing that? Well, That's not part of the lesson. If you're studying metallurgy, you just look at it under the microscope and uh, how to harden your steel product and <laughs> things, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's how we sharpen the blade of the steel, the cold steel. But uh, no, that wasn't enough. They had to fight battle to the death. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.